Hi everyone, I'm Dean Turple and this is Dean Turple's podcast. I'm recording this on August 17th, 2023. I've been terrible about recording podcasts all summer long. So I'm putting reminders on my calendar and I'm going to try really hard to be more regular with recording starting with the fall 2023 term, which is also the first term of the academic year 2024. So by the time this academic year is done, we'll be halfway through 2024. So we call this 20241 because it's the first term in the 2024 academic year. I'm excited to get started this year. We're starting with some challenges as we always are, but we are rising above those and getting ready to put on a fantastic term for all of our nursing students from ASN generic to LPN to RN to RN to BSN. And we are excited to welcome all of you back tomorrow. I have a few things I just wanted to mention. As reminders, I record this um, I make this recording on my own and I use a free platform um, on which to publish it. So it's not a true podcast and it truly may have some advertisements attached to it that don't have anything to do with me. So um, once again, as I've said before, if there's something being advertised on the free platform, which I use to publish this, it it's not necessarily my um, my endorsement. So just keep that in mind. And I don't have an editor and I don't edit this. So it's just me talking. So if it's poor editing, that's my fault because there's no editing. A few things I wanted to remind you guys of as we start our new term. The first is that part, if you were here this summer, parking and traffic are going to be very different next week and tomorrow actually than they are were this summer. There's going to be a lot more traffic and a lot less parking as we start the new fall term, especially starting Monday the 21st. We'll have a lot more students here on Monday the 21st and I'm pretty sure that public school starts and there are some elementary, middle, and high schools in very close proximity to all of our campuses. So if you were thinking that you could leave your house at the same time as you did this summer or even late spring and get to campus at the same time, you are wrong. But make allowances for that and leave your house a little bit early. We don't want to lose anybody for being late and you don't want to be dropped from your clinical for not being there on time on Tuesday. So plan ahead for that. I've had some concerns voiced about um, not being able to reach people in the nursing programs and I just wanted to share with you that right now we have three full-time administrative assistants, one for each campus, and currently we have 1,041 students registered for theory classes across all three campuses starting tomorrow and 717 nursing students registered for lab courses, the clinical courses, starting next Tuesday. So there's a lot going on with a lot of students and all of the students have unique and pressing issues. So they're all trying multiple times a day to reach the administrative assistants. It's really hard for them to keep ahead of it if they're 
fielding the same calls from the same students all the time. And it's not that they're sitting there and watching the phone ring, it's that they're on the phone with somebody else or returning calls for somebody else. So please be patient, understand that multiple phone calls probably aren't, or multiple emails probably aren't going to help your situation. So just be, you know, be kind and be courteous to them that they're really trying hard to get everything done. And we hand, for lack of a better term, manually register all of the nursing students. So that takes a significant amount of time. We have over a thousand students, as you've heard, and then trying to figure out who needs to be in theory and what classes and who needs to be in lab and what classes. So it can be really time consuming. Same thing with Complio. We have one person trying to get 717 students and that was as of today so probably some more people will be added by the end of today or tomorrow to lab courses to clinical courses that's one person trying to get all of complio checked for all of those students and certainly we have an open position and dr lovell martin from north campus is working on hiring somebody but right now it's just one clinical coordinator doing all of Complio and it's very involved. So be patient with that as well and mind the deadlines. So I frequently hear this. Well, I missed the deadline, but my friend uh, missed the deadline and they got registered anyway. It's pretty much like everything else in the nursing program, a bit of a lottery system. All of the clinical partners have a different day that they want to have student information submitted by. Well, if the submission date is, let's say it was yesterday, the 16th of August, there is no way that one clinical coordinator is going to get all of those rotations submitted to the clinical partners on the same day. It's labor intensive and time consuming. So is it possible that some of them got submitted yesterday and some are getting submitted today. I'm just using this as an example, by the way, these aren't the dates necessarily. And somebody was able to submit everything this morning but still make the deadline, absolutely that's possible. But there's no way to pick and choose, so mind the deadlines for Complio and know that there's no grace period. There's just not because it could be your group that needs to get submitted. And if, yours, um, if your complio isn't complete and your, great, your uh, group gets submitted, you'll get knocked out of that clinical group. So again, mind those deadlines and understand that yes, it could happen that somebody would sneak under the wire. It's not purposeful. Nobody knows names. This is just a lottery system of what group gets submitted first. So keep, be mindful of that and be, be aware that the attempt is to treat everybody the same and there's no special treatment being afforded anyone. It's just maybe that happens because of the way and the time and the uh, workload of getting all the clinical groups submitted. The same kind of goes for a lot of things. We've had a lot of requests for moving campuses and we used to be able to, and I'm talking a couple of years ago, be able to accommodate requests for moving campuses. And everybody has a compelling reason for moving campuses. Everybody does. And everybody's reasons are personal to them. 
and important to them. And we can't be judge and jury on what's the most important for moving campuses. So for example, um, it might be a transport uh, transportation issue for one student and it might be a childcare issue for another student. Well, if you're the student with the childcare issue, you feel like your childcare issue should trump everything. And if you're the student with a transportation issue, you feel probably that your issue should be the most important. And being objective, we can't really make that determination. So know that we are granting very, very few requests for campus changes, and they are 100%, 100% of the time based on space availability. That is our only consideration for campus moves. If you are taking a course for the third time, you need to meet with your with your associate dean before you register for that class to discuss what your options are, okay? That's if you're taking one class for the third time. That being said, we do have to make a lot of campus moves. We've had, we have three faculty openings, we have 26 full-time faculty, and we have three faculty openings. Or we have 26 full-time faculty positions and three full-time faculty openings. So if you do the math, <laughs> that's 10% of our faculty uh, positions are open. And there's a process at the college for posting those and interviewing. It's not an overnight situation. So while those positions will be searched, we call that being searched, so those positions are po going to be posted and we'll search for new people for those positions, the hiring process takes a long time. So if we have 10% less faculty, and we have to place those students. And in order to keep students from being held back, we will move students to another campus. And again, I have students who tell me, well, it's not fair that I got moved and this person didn't. And it 100% might be the situation that it's not fair. It is not a situation where somebody goes through a list of names and says, well, this person's getting moved because of this reason, this person because of that reason. No, it's a lottery. Again, grab the first 10 students on the list and move them to another campus. If there's a reason that that move doesn't work out for you, talk to your classmates and see if somebody will switch with you. That's the best way. It's also that situation for the lab days. We strive very hard to keep lab days the same, but there are times when it's usually lack of faculty. That would be the only reason when we have faculty that changes. There are times when we have to move students to a different clinical day. Talk to your classmates, see if you can switch with somebody. The clinical group size is mandated by several factors. One of them is space availability at the hospitals. So if we have a, a unit that says they can take eight students, we try to only put eight students in that clinical group. Um, there's a chance that there could be 10 students in that clinical group. Clinical groups will not go above 12 except in 12 students, except in extraordinary circumstances because the state has a law, the Nurse Practice Act, that says that we keep clinical groups to 12 students to one instructor. 
and we don't like to have that many. We think that's a lot, but we do have to put that many students in some clinical groups. There are some circumstances, if you look at the, if you read the Nurse Practice Act, under which we could extend those clinical groups to a larger size. We try not to do that, but we could do that if we needed to. There are some exceptional circumstances that are recognized by the Nurse Practice Act. So those are just some things I wanted to share with you guys and make sure you understand that we're not trying to be punitive to anybody, that nobody here is singling out any student. Um, it's, it's very much a moment-to-moment -moment type situation where we're just you know putting things together to make sure no student is left behind. We don't want it to be that way, but things change. Two faculty left us at the very last minute and they were scheduled for a full teaching load plus some extra because there are provisions where faculty can work some ex would be the equivalent of when you're doing extra shifts when you're a nurse they can do some extra um, ex what we call extra pay assignments so we had to get those students covered so it might mean moving them around as much as we really don't want to do that we want to keep everything the same and there again nobody's going down a list of students and saying oh my gosh you know, Susie is driving me nuts and I'm gonna definitely take Susie to another campus. No, not even remotely. It's a, a lottery system, for back of, lack of a better word. It's just a, a chance system or, um, you know, it's almost like blind picking someone or picking a group. So there's always a lot of myths around the nursing program and those are some of the myths. <laughs> that we're purposely picking some students or we're not allowing some students to move when they need to or that um, we have reasons for what we do uh, that are personal to the students and that's absolutely not the case. I'm super excited about all of the great changes that have been happening in the nursing program. I want to remind everybody that we have our very own retention specialist Tresha Robinson, soon to be Dr. Tresha Robinson. She's almost done with her doctorate. But she is, it's T-R-E-S-H-A Robinson, R-O-B-I-N-S-O-N. She was our retention specialist. And I know that she's helped a lot of students. Her position is supported by a financial grant or a financial gift from the Health Foundation of South Florida. And I want to continue to have her <laughs> even after the gift period ends, um, hoping that they'll give another gift or someone will. So I would really like to see you guys take advantage of the fact that we have a retention specialist. She's very knowledgeable. I think if you ask around, you can find some classmates that have been helped by working with Tresha and been more persistent or been able to persist in their nursing program. So please take advantage of the help she offers. If you have not personally met Tresha, you can meet her virtually and then make an appointment if you want to see her either virtually or in person. You can meet her this Friday. Uh, I believe her, she's doing a time management um, presentation uh, for nurse, specific to nursing students um, at 1 p.m. this Friday, which is tomorrow, the 18th of August. And that's via Zoom, and you should have that information. I put it on the Dr. Turple Instagram, and as well, it's been sent to your email. Tresha has also developed a website, a web, an area on our website that's only for nursing students, only for the nursing students in our program. 
uh, information, helpful tips, upcoming events, other things that are going on. So please, when you get the notification about that, please take advantage of that help. There's a lot going on this fall on all three campuses. I hope you guys will try and keep up. I hope you'll participate in some of the student life events. Students who are engaged and participative on campus persist and complete programs at a higher rate, which is why I push them. I realize you have a ton of work to do as a nursing student, so it sometimes can be scary to take that half an hour that you are planning on studying, and if you can do that and find some balance, that's fantastic, and I hope you'll take advantage of everything that goes on on the campuses because you're a college student and you should be taking advantage of that. This is your college, and those student life activities are for you. Remember that there are a lot of resources, especially if you have any kind of food insecurity. And you don't have to be hungry. You don't have to not have food to take advantage of the three. Yes, there's three. One on North, one on South, one on Central marketplaces now. So exciting that we have a marketplace on each campus. Please take advantage of those marketplaces to assure that you have enough food so that you aren't having that worry on top of any other anxieties about the about being in the nursing program take that away from your plate so to speak by picking up food every week from the marketplace they the marketplaces and Broward College gets that food from an outside source that outside source needs to have some documentation of how much food is going out and who is getting the food, not, not by name, but just, hey, this many Broward College students with this many family members are taking advantage of the marketplaces. They also wanna know how many people are in your household so they can make sure that they can help feed all of them. So they will ask you a couple of questions the first time you sign up for food from the marketplace. That is not any kind of record keeping of who you are or why you need food. It is truly so that organization who is providing the food can continue to not only provide the food, but also get their own funding and continue to operate on grants from generous donors so that they can keep giving us food. So please take advantage of that. Remember that we have nursing specific tutors in the ASCs. If you do not know how to get to a tutor in one of the academic success centers, please ask someone, ask me. Go to the Academic Success Center and ask them. Uh, email or make an appointment to see Tresha and have her show you how. Tutoring is not for people who are dumb. It is not for people who don't know what's going on. It is for nursing students and other students who want a little extra help and focus. That's all it is and we're so fortunate to have them. Super excited to see all of you back tomorrow. Uh, I'll be on Central Campus on Friday, the August 18th, and then I'll be on South and North in the coming weeks so I can greet everyone. And um, looking forward to seeing you. Have a great term.